Steve represented the best in all of us. Courageous, righteous, hopeful. And he mastered posing stoically. <laughs> the world has been forever changed. A few months ago, billions of people reappeared after five years away, sending the world into turmoil. We need new heroes. One suited for the times we're in. Symbols are nothing without the women and men that give them meaning. And this thing, I don't know if there's ever been a greater symbol, but it's more about the man who propped it up and he's gone. So today we honor Steve's legacy, but also we look to the future. Thank you, Captain America. But this belongs to you. I am, I am well. How are you? I am freaking fantastic because we're going to talk about Captain America tonight. Well, sort of. That that's that's I made really? my first. <laughs> we're less than a minute into the show, and I've already made my first mistake. But I mean, we will speak of Captain America. We we will be speaking of the show. Talking when so That's true. That's true. And you know what I just realized is that I made a whole bunch of notes on the notes function of my phone, and I am recording on my phone, so I'm not going to be able to use any of my notes. So it's okay. You still you still can. No. You can indeed. I have done it. Well, because because research sounds like typing. It does sound like typing, it, but I actually prepared this week. I am a fully functional. I was a fully functional podcaster until I realized I put all my notes on the wrong device. But, buddy, I, I just I want to take a moment, first of all, to say thank you to everyone who voted in the poll. Um, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to geek the hell out over what I think is the best new Marvel content we've gotten um, since Endgame. And it feels like for the first time since, like, may of 2020 that or may of 2019 like we've got some really good shit to talk about with marvel and i am i am thrilled and i'm here for it like i am ready to roll man i got some theories 
I got some research. Like, let's fucking do this thing. Like, and I, I brought sarcasm to the table. So this is good. That's what. That's what. That's what the peoples are here for. That's, that's why you're the scholar. Yep. Scholars but, do research. Snarks just snipe things. I, I want to be very clear though before before we get going. Um, we're not going to intentionally spoil Wandavision, um, but there are some things that I feel like are going to be said tonight that will directly probably tie into the fact that I still haven't finished Wandavision, but I know a lot of it, uh, and I know you know a lot of it. Um, I because I have finished it. So. If you have not finished WandaVision, you probably should take a pause and finish WandaVision before you get to this point. Um, because there's a what? super, super. No, just big throw movie. a spoiler tag on there. Come on. All right. All right. We'll do that instead. I, I, this, this is why we have the. This is why Don't we love pause the start, this. Folks. Listen, to, li- listen to our podcast along with Falcon Winter Soldier. Sure. You can go watch WandaVision on your own time. But... You, you can do it. I, I, I will say, watch Do it however you want. I didn't. I don't feel that there's any spoilers for Wandavision in the show itself. There's just some tie-ins that I feel like mm. from the episode. It made me feel like some things were happening. So, but you you have clicked on to now that we're we're three minutes in again. Uh, you've clicked on to House of Nerd, um, which formerly we described as the internet's uh, best podcast about recapping Star Wars Rebels, um, which still is accurate. Um, but now we get to add that we also we're, cover Marvel. We're branching Falcon, out into Falcon, other Disney properties. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, I, I just, for, for background, the reason that I was pushing so hard for us to cover, the reason that I brought this up, um, like Falcon, uh, Captain America is, is my, is my Marvel superhero. Like he's the guy that I, I loved what I loved reading. Uh, I never thought I'd get to say, like, I loved, you know, to watch, like, the Captain America movies, all three of them, like, the Avengers. Like, growing up as a kid, this is, like, this is my 1B to Star Wars. And so... <laughs> it's like, I, have, I think I have more Captain America branded stuff than anything else. Like, that's, that's like, my family's go-to gifts. I, as I sit here and stare at, like, my Winter Soldier and Captain America Funko Pops that are on my desk mm-hmm. all the time in front of me. Wearing my Captain America PJs. Uh, I have Captain America PJs too, actually. Um, when Captain America, when Civil War came out, um, Target released this like awesome pair of Captain America um, pajama pants. And I bought them at the time. That is the single go-to. That is my go-to for Captain America. Um, but I, I also have a Captain America bobblehead that is staring back at me. A Captain America... Uh, in-game figure and a Captain America World War II figure that are staring back at me as we, we get going. I so. love the World War II one. Just it's so on my, we, it's on my desk cool. at, at work. You know, I have a bunch of stuff at, at work, but I don't remember what's there because it's I haven't been there so long. Hopefully someone at work actually gave me a, a Captain America Funko. Man. They were like, oh, that's your thing. And like, yeah, I feel like I've forgotten a lot of it. I have like the entire like two long boxes of Captain America behind me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Avengers, and <laughs> all of the things. This is this is our this is our jam. I mean, Star Wars is is my first and longest love. Yes, but it is. you never get tired of Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Let's be real. No, Captain... which we do get to see. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> 
there's so many things to talk about. I, I just wanted to, to take this part at the beginning of the episode to just kind of appreciate the fact that, A, we are getting to talk about live action Captain America, Winter, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Wanda, Tony Stark. I mean, this Marvel has truly hit it out of the park. Disney Plus it's, is... It's like they saw the comic books and were like, hmm, we could do that. Where you just have a bunch of tie-ins from other stuff, and then you have like one line of movies that keeps keeps going, keeps the continuity, and then you have all these little offshoots that all feed into it and push the narrative forward. Like it's it's what if comic books came to life? Like that's this universe, dude. I I can remember you had the entire line of Civil War when uh, we first moved in together, and I read and every ancillary book that goes with it. Yeah, I still do. They're behind me. Well, I read. I read the Captain America Civil War, which spun me off to the death of Captain America, which, you know, a lot of the characters that we're going to talk about tonight play a pretty significant role in that um, in that telling. And I, I either I restarted your obsession. Yes, into, you into comics. You did into, into a couple of couple of long boxes. Absolutely. I'm staring at my my books on my shelf over here and I have the, the death of Captain America. Um I have several of them on my Kindle right now just because I, I love going back and reading them. Um, hat tip to uh, Comixology. If you're not a subscriber, if they're <laughs> not a sponsor, you definitely should be because you can get most of that stuff for like five ninety nine a month. And that's not, not too bad. Not bad at all. That's that's a way easier than digging back through long boxes, taking them out of there, mm-hmm. taking them out of the bags and boards. And- very gingerly reading them with your white gloved hands making sure you're not eating while you're reading them so that you right no them. no grease prints none of the no no human oils touching the pages Indeed. because i'm a because i'm a freak well i have i have <laughs> invested far too much money in these books <laughs> but the stories are so good they are and, and you know what's really great What's we that? didn't bitch about politics yet. I so, know. I mean, that's that's an exciting time in and of itself for maybe most of our listeners. Maybe you come for that part. I I don't know. Well, but I don't really I don't I don't really have anything that I would like to harp on. There's not anything that I want to harp on at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. There is there there's is political a, stuff in here. There's a political element to this to this show. A decent amount of of political element. And I think off the top. Um, we should probably acknowledge um, that if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast, you know that we are political. You probably have a pretty good idea of where we're coming from um, and that. Which is an educated background. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to go that far. Um, but I yes. won't go that far. That's why I'm here. <laughs> but tonight's episode, there is a a very stark storyline that i feel is being Stark. told i see what yes. you did there i i did do that on purpose there are <laughs> there's two two things that i think are maybe one is hinted at one is flat out thrown in your face um so just as a i guess a trigger warning um for anybody who's <laughs> listening um we're going to talk about systemic racism tonight any any republicans who might be listening this is the time to tune out apparently <laughs> Because um, you're going to hear some shit that you probably don't agree with. Of course, if you're a Republican still listening to our show, then hopefully we've made you think. There, there's, <laughs> and one, we appreciate you too. As we a appreciate the fact that you have an open mind yeah. to, to listen. Um, but there is, there is some heavy, heavy systemic racism 
undertones that are laid into this episode. And I, I may there's be some, reading there's it. some maybe some capital rioting. I think possibly that I'm le- I may be reading into uh, a line a little bit much, um, but I believe it have to do with a bank account. No, this one. So so Falcon huh. kind of touches on this and we'll we'll get to it. Um, but Falcon talks about how the legacy of the shield is complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a particular storyline of Captain America that I want to touch on because I didn't know about this. And I think it's depressing and fascinating all at the same time. But, <laughs> um, so fair warning, systemic racism will be discussed tonight. Um, I am going to way over nerd out because I've done super, super tons of research about this. Um, so you'll probably hear me reference things um, that, you know, articles and stories and issues, because that's what this show is doing. Um, it's speaking to people like us. It's speaking my. You're like, oh, so- my God, that's issue 14. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, snap. There was this panel. To, to reference another TV show, um, a, a cult classic named Community. It's it's speaking my changuage um, in that mm. I am extremely i feel like uniquely qualified um i have a specific set of skills and that is being able to reference captain america comic books and storylines um so with the adequate amount of research with with a fair amount of research going back to make sure that i did in fact capture yeah that we actually vaguely know it well that you know what you're talking about like i will be going off memory because feel free to tell me i'm wrong on twitter because for the love of God, talk to us on Twitter at Nerds House of. Someone, please. Or House of Nerds 2020 at Gmail for the old school. Or mm. if you'd like to snail mail us something, don't and email it instead. <laughs> but tonight. Or even the Discord. We still have a Discord. We do. We do. There's currently two members the Snark and the Scholar. Imagine that. <laughs> that's, that's it. The end. Uh. Well, let, let's dive in, because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, um, and th- there is a ton to get into here. Um, so tonight we are reviewing Falcon and Winter Soldier, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, Season 1, Episode 1. Do we know if this is a limited series, or if this I, is a... I am pretty sure that all of them are limited series. Like, I don't, okay. I don't think these are... I feel like they're like the one shot kind of series things and that maybe, maybe they'll go back to them in the future. But I, I mean, I haven't looked too deep into it, but I feel like this is the, you know, the one shot asides and then we're going to get the next wave of movies and then they'll go, okay, now we're going to flesh those out a little bit, maybe with some season twos, maybe with some new characters, and that they'll, they'll kind of keep growing this universe that way instead of just having multiple like ongoing series that then you touch on in the movies. Um, maybe depending on how, how financially that works out, it'll change. But at least that's my guess right now, is that we're still going to see the same movies, and then these will be the the like little limited series one shots that we'd see in the comics universe. I could see it. I could see it. Which I'm, I'm definitely there for is um, if my memory serves me like the Falcon and winter soldier, what like the actual comic series was a limited series. Like it didn't keep going, but it spun off into like three different captain America series with, you know, Bucky and one, and then you have Falcon and another. 
I can't remember what the, I can't remember if those three merged into Falcon and Winter Soldier and then branched back out or it's, it's been a while because I am not independently wealthy and can't afford to keep collecting comics at such an alarming rate that I, that I did before (laughs) when I had, when I had disposable income as a single person with no children. (laughs) I I, I had to pick certain storylines. That is true. I had to, I, I did indeed have to have to start whittling down so I couldn't just buy all of the comics and read them and just consume them all because they're amazing. So I haven't seen the past couple years of comics. Like I, mm. I stopped when we uh, pretty, pretty much um, after I got back from my first deployment, I had stopped because I was so far back that I was like, dude, I can't, I, I can't go back and collect all this stuff. So so it's been a little while since I've read a bunch of Marvel comics. Well, so feel free again to call us out on Twitter or call me out on Twitter and tell me that I am incorrect. But I'm from what I've seen, I think that it like branched back out into more stories. So I kind of see that that happening. They'll go to the movies and then maybe we get like a Winter Soldier solo series or I hope I hope that this is I hope that this is a sign that characters that maybe were side characters or, or, you know, supporting characters um, in the first set of the Avengers or the first bit of the Avengers, this could absolutely open up the door for new Avengers. Uh, oh, yeah. Thunderbolts. Uh, Come on, Wolverine. Young Avengers. Um, X-Men. Um, <laughs> new X-Men. Young X-Men. Any of them. <laughs> All five billion iterations. I want to see Wolverine on the Avengers again. Like, please, please unite these universes for the love of God. Unite them. It's going to be amazing. We are, well, we're a hell of a lot closer than we were. We Um, indeed are, as we have seen Quicksilver. (laughs) Thanks, in fact, to a specific show uh, by the name of WandaVision. So um, I think it's possible that we might. Look, you still haven't finished, right? So I shouldn't I I shouldn't ruin this for you. Please don't. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's that's tonight. Um, but ah, okay, so soon, soon you will find out, find out about Evan Peters. Well, I think, I think it's important to note out at the start that this is Phase Four of of the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe, um, which we know the first phase was set up and, and established, and things that happened in the first phase directly impacted things that happened and in game. Because it was all just like a comic book. And I think the anti lost. I think it is, man, that show gets a beating on our show. I'm telling you, I'm just going to keep going back to it. It's a, it's a deep well, (laughs) but, but I I can give you other examples. (laughs) Oh, you will. I know you will. That's why I'm not, I'm not prompting them from you, but I know you will. Um, Damn. I mean, this just, I, I just, I see so many possibilities with this show. Um, and, And the fact that, I, I met a character last night that I've never seen before, and I read a <laughs> shit ton of Captain America. I have never, ever met U.S. agent. And holy Jesus, do I want to punch great value Captain America in his face. That is not <laughs> Man, that is a Captain. straight spoiler for the end of the end of the episode. Well, look, we're in, we're in it at this point now. That's um, true. Presumably you have seen the episode, um, but holy fuck, do I want to punch great value Captain America. Um, that that I you may have seen on our Twitter if you're a follower, but one of us expressed that that is not in fact our Captain America, and he needs to put that damn shield down. Um, 
but let's that get is in, the that is indeed it it is it is definitely in one of the comic series i forget which one it is but there's there is like a knockoff corporate like government controlled captain america that's out there to, to and i'm i'm totally blanking on like the the issue number but it's definitely mm. after death i think it's bucky has the the shield for a little while and then the government comes out with this like no no here's actual captain america and bucky's kind of persona non grata from the u.s government because he didn't want to do what they have to say um if i remember correctly it's it, this could again be just memories lost to the sands of time well before before we actually get into the um the actual synopsis and dive in here i forgot to ask uh are we sponsored this evening of sir? course we're sponsored <laughs> <laughs> we, we are sponsored spo- we are sponsored by uh, c4 bourbon mm. it is a local well i guess it's more local to to you it's uh, southwest georgia okay. a little distillery down there that it's it's quite nice i i think sponsor number two is going to be a woodford reserved old old-fashioned Okay, interesting. I'm well, switching it up from the gin a little bit. We do have a a re- returning sponsor. Um, you will not be surprised to hear that Proof Brewing Company mm. has returned to the well, podcast. Um, the 850, uh, the 850 American it Pale is, Ale. It is kind of nice. Has returned back to the show. Um, they chose to they they chose to to revisit us. Um, it's much bit. better when you get it closer to the source. Yes, because usually when I find that it's skunked and it makes yep. me sad. So like I don't know what they what they do that just totally fucks that beer up um, as they're transporting it. I don't uh, all 120 miles to to, to like Jacksonville um, when I go <laughs> pick it up. And like I don't know how they fuck this up, but guys, like beer's supposed to either stay cold the entire time or. Mm-hmm. be cooled down once so leave it warm and then cool it down the end but this hot cold hot cold hot cold to quote lewis black my balls can't take it <laughs> <laughs> this is the only american pale ale that i drink um but this is i i keep it warm up until about eight hours before i drink it so it stays in my garage um like i, I just buy flats it's a, the more the more you heat and cool a beer, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. And it like if you do it more than a couple times, and that includes like the distribution model, however they're doing that, more than a couple times, then it just totally fucks the beer up. And it is it makes me so sad because eight five oh from the source, really good. Fantastic. Like big fan, big fan having it at at proof, like mm-hmm. in a like crowler from proof. But Oh. this this like distribution model like they they need to get their shit together i would agree i it, would it agree. ruins ruins things well now that people know um they know well they've known exactly where we live um or where i live truthfully but the uh, you know our yeah we've at. we've talked about this we've talked about florida state more <laughs> than enough to go oh yeah we're we're pretty much from tallahassee hey our basketball team won today that did indeed yeah, yeah, and we brought up FSU. <laughs> we did. So we I said we... the word politics. We're going to we talk about it, it in the covered. episode. But we also brought up FSU. Go Nulls. If you are scoring at home on the bingo game, we have now hit <laughs> all of the requirements. And now we can actually get started with the episode. 
Right. Um, we should put that out like a, a bingo board for like a drinking <laughs> game. Maybe that would encourage some people to talk to us. You know what? We're going to do that. <laughs> I am taking a note right now. This is what happens. I just come up with ideas and I just give you more shit to do. That's okay. That is okay. I'm currently in the process of building our website. Sweet. That shit takes time. Yes. Um, building a website is no joke. I had to teach. Um, I, I was a teacher in Tallahassee for a little while and taught kids how to do flash animation and build websites um, as one of my, one of my internships. Well, I do know it is a pain in the ass. (laughs) mm -hmm. It is. Dreamweaver is nice though. I don't know if that's still current, but that tells you about the time I was teaching. (laughs) I, I, Actually, we're just using, and we're going to cut this part out here because the people don't need to. Go. You know what? Actually, who cares? Let them hear. Yeah, it. Fast forward if you don't it. like it. There's going to be a timestamp. Yeah, Maybe that is true. I don't know. We'll, That's we'll, again up to we'll our editor, see. who is very poorly paid. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you can't tell by now, we fucking love to do this because this is just pure, just escapism for a couple of hours for us. And I, I got to be honest with you, like. I specifically held off on watching this. I did not watch it on Thursday night when it came out. I did not watch it Friday, like at lunch. I waited until my wife fell asleep last night so that I could watch it um, (laughs) by myself. I was told you are watching this by yourself, by my wife. Oh, Um, man. She has. My wife actually wants to see this. Well, Chris Chris eagerly bought into WandaVision. She got sucked in, and she loves it, which is part of the reason why we haven't finished it yet. It's like um, flipsies. Like, my my Kristen <laughs> did not want to watch WandaVision at all. It was like, fuck that. Good luck. <laughs> and she's like, no, I actually want to see. I, I want to see this one. <laughs> did she like it? Yeah. She's like, oh, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> well i'm hopeful Kristen likes stuff like this i'm hopeful that once we finish wandavision that i'll get this in front of her and she'll enjoy it just but in time for loki that's exactly that, I've, right i've been told i'm watching loki like mm-hmm. just I, I i didn't have a choice in it that i am indeed watching loki i that's not it feels like a threat but I it's think, an unnecessary yeah, I'm like okay like it, I if mean, I if I resist, will this make it more fun? Like, I don't I don't know because I was going to watch this anyway. Um, I feel like which, this is the this is the model for a streaming <laughs> service to make me never cancel my streaming <laughs> service ever. I mean, is to, I have a child, so I wasn't going to do it anyway because you know kids in Disney. I swear, to, like my one goal in life is to make sure that my daughter does not know who Mickey Mouse is. <laughs> Like, if I You're have so to watch screwed. any more, You're so screwed. Like, I've already seen too much Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and if I have to watch more of it, I I might have to I might have to learn how to do drywall better because <laughs> punching holes in the drywall. That show is just infuriating. Oh, like, oh my god! Anyway, that's a total total aside. Another total aside. I am pretty sure that Loki looks alarmingly like the maid of honor at our wedding. Or my wedding. <laughs> I might be alone uh, in this. I but, know. I could see it. Yeah. I've I been told I'm incorrect. I absolutely see it. Because uh, for 
for those for those listening and playing the home game um the maid of honor was a male in my wedding and the best man was a female in my wedding like my sister was my best man (laughs) (laughs) so so it's not i'm not like totally ragging on like my wife's best friend or anything like that like it's a gap disagree she's like i don't see it she's like i don't think so and i'm like you're wrong like (laughs) might as well be the same person i swear to god if they don't do a music video of of him as loki like i'm i'm gonna be disappointed have you told this person about this because i feel like he would find it very funny i think so i think he would um I, I, i don't remember the last time we hung out there was a lot of alcohol it was the the final um yeah. final trip around around the warp tour so we oh, we got okay. to hang out with them for for warp tour and go hang out backstage so like 15 year old me was just like screaming thrilled inside it's it. it like like 15 year old me going and seeing like less than jake and going man oh, oh look at all those cool people backstage and then i'm like the dude backstage like chatting with the dude from real big fish like, <laughs> oh my god this is like this is so surreal like i can i can see my sight my soul outside of my body <laughs> it's so crazy anyway that's huge scene kid <laughs> like, that's how i felt watching this episode that that right there i remember <laughs> this so this reminds me the first time i ever read captain america was probably I, well i can tell you it wasn't probably it was 2003 um so i was a senior and i was a senior in high school forgive the aside a, I have been, a senior or a junior i was a senior 2000, in 2003 i'm just saying 2003 going into 2004 so okay. i graduated oh four okay. you graduated oh three i did indeed um i don't need to tell you what you graduated high school yeah you, you probably know that um I've, I've wanted to tell this story because as soon as they announced they were doing this, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to share this. Um, so <laughs> I haven't even told you this, but in 2003, I was working in a bar, um, 17 years old. I do remember so, that as a bar back, right? Yep. I was yeah. a bar back. Um, I was working in a bar called O'Brien's in uh, Tampa, Florida. I do remember um, this. So in the the bar that i was in in tampa and brandon has changed a lot since then but o'brien's is still there so if you live in in brandon and you want to go visit it wonderful bar highly recommend going to visit um many many a late night were had there when i was 17 um so in florida um in the united states you are not allowed to serve alcohol at 17 but you can at 18 so you can't drink it but you can serve it um so what I did was a lot of like bitch work, which is just like, go get ice, go get beer, you know, like that kind of stuff. So my Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was get out of school, drive to the bar, change from one polo because we had to wear collared shirts at school into a O'Brien's pub polo. And then I worked till about two or three, like every night, um, hated it, loved it alternated depended on the night but it was a wildly interesting time um for me as a 17 year old i learned a lot and i feel like it has probably warped my sense of humor and my sense of everything Uh, but the reason i'm telling you this this whole story is because in that same plaza where the bar was there was a comic book shop um like right down the like in the same area so like i'd get off from, from school I didn't have to go to work like right at three. It was like three thirty or whatever. So I'd always stop in the comic book shop, um, you know, like every Wednesday or whatever. Uh, and at the time, there was a comic book, a specific book I wanted to read. It was uh, called Frey, and it was like a continuation of the Buffy the Vampire Such series. Such a good series. 
great series limited edition like eight episodes or eight eight issues um and i got to talking with the guy behind the counter and like you know i realized like oh these are my people this is where i belong like this is like and these were the conversations that were had before podcasting was a thing like this was like when the first generation ipod was like around back in 2003 i'm old i get it you know whatever um, and so the guy recommended to me at that time, like, hey, you should read Captain America. And like, I was used to like the golden age Captain America, which is like Captain America punching Hitler in the face, like that kind of stuff, where it was like, super nationalistic, super jingoistic kind of stuff where, like, you know how Cap is in like the videos and some of these movies where he's like, so you got a D on a test. Like that was <laughs> Captain America. Like that was Captain America in the books. And I just remember, like, you know, when you find a good story and it kind of can make you, it can take you away from what you're dealing with or, like, what you're, you know, what's going on in your life. Yeah, and, like, it just catches you. And, like, there's a there's a fantastic meme that I, I I will post every time I, every time I see it. And it's, it's like, you know, you're, you've just finished this, this book and you're just sitting there like kind of crying internally, pretending you just didn't experience trauma at the hands of a paperback. Like mm-hmm. it, it, and you just, it just hits you and you're just in an entire other world. And, and I feel like the thing of the thing about the thing that you mentioned actually is the trauma of finishing something and like you are done with this character that you've grown attached to and depending on how fast a reader or slow a reader you are, you know, like these people can be around for significant parts of your life. And right. Like, you know, I think of like Harry books. Potter or even hunger games, like hunger games were like totally engrossing series. Harry Potter was a totally engrossing series. And you're mm-hmm. just like sitting there at the end of it going, Holy shit. Like that was, hunger that games, was a roller coaster. Hunger games got me through graduating college. Like, when when we graduated and like everybody left, I was the last one here. And like Hunger Games was that, you know, like And then he know, never this, left. That's true. <laughs> I never did. But like you think about it and like I know it's yeah. it's weird to talk about these things this way, but like that's why I feel like some of these things are etched onto my like my soul as like this is this shit is more than just a story. It is like a foundation for like part of the reason I like things the way I do or like the reason I I am the way I am you know like you can tie stories to life moments and I think that's yes 100% I still feel that about Jurassic Park I still feel it about Sphere Andromeda Strain Patriot Games like all of those that I was reading in like third fourth grade mm-hmm. like oh still takes you back for me I mean for me it's it's Captain Marvel you know, I met my wife and that's the first Marvel movie that we ever went and saw together. And like, I know people have their opinions of Captain Marvel, but like, that's the first time Kristen and I had ever gone to a Marvel movie, you know? And like, it, it's the anchor it's, you do a time and space. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I don't know, let's say a bullet that is shot <laughs> during the civil war <laughs> to trap someone in time and space. <laughs> For Captain America Reborn to occur. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Nicely done. Um, so so for me, the reason that this was a huge deal, I obviously, I mean, I care about Captain America, but this episode entitled New World Order, um, 
was written by Malcolm Spellman, directed by Carrie Scogland, um, premiered March 19th, 2021, right? Um, so let's get there. There's the specifics, the who, what, and when, and why. Right. Now that, we're, now that we're uh, 30 minutes into our episode. Because that's what we do this, here. This is why that, we have timestamps. We knew this was going to happen. Um, I, I knew this was going to happen. I should say. I mean, I um, I did too. It's a it's a thing at this point. Like this is our this is our shtick, guys. It's not politics tonight, at least. Exactly. Um, but... It's like waxing philosophical about the nature of being and experiencing story. That's that's why I read. That's why I read comics. I just I love consuming stories and especially well crafted stories like. And these are some are better crafted than others, but they're they're kind of ongoing, and you you love these characters and you grow up with them. I mean, I you'd tell you reading Captain America in two thousand three. I was like four or five, and I got like a Captain America like tiny little like serial book comic, and I was like, that's it, love Captain. America. I got Captain America and I got Spider Man, and I'm like done, like I'm in. But mm-hmm. I was reading them too fast, so I ended up moving on to novels and then getting back into comics as an adult like a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you mentioned you mentioned when you finish a book or you finish a comic and that feeling of that scar, that loss of like you haven't lost anything. You just you finished, you know, a book. And the eternal question for me with movies is always what happens next? And I know we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into this, you know, all the time. We're not spend a bunch Here of time we get to that. see it. Like we get to see right. the what happens next. What happens after after the Avengers win? What's next? This. Holy this shit. is what's next. What a great <laughs> concept. I, just first of all, the fact that they don't go back in time. They don't try to shoehorn this in somewhere else. Retcon in experiences and right just it's just going, this is starting from the blip like, this is not going to end hey we, we're going to do eternals in november you know pending movies opening up and pending you know covid ever ending for the love of the god way, get your vaccines people wear your masks stop being assholes fucking go get your vaccine no one's injecting 5g into you like still don't have the even, ability to... you know what even if they did i would appreciate a better cell signal I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I still don't have any mutant abilities. I've had it the longest of everybody on this podcast. Still good. Go get your vaccine. They're widely <laughs> out of the available. two of us, yes. <laughs> out, of everyone, out of the two of us, indeed. I Only because mine wasn't being offered. <laughs> That's true. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not shaming the snark. I'm just simply saying we have had. I have had this for over two months now. I don't have another head yet. So I'm I'm saying go get the freaking vaccine, um, because I'd like to go see uh, Black Widow and I'd like to see the Eternals. See fucking Tenet. <laughs> Speaking of Black Widow, I feel like there's a solid connection that we could be seeing at the end of this as well. Holy shit! This is Civil War, uh, Captain America: Civil War Part Two. This is a spy thriller. It is. It is. This is just a continuation. This is. It's the same. It's it's Sam, you know, up in front of that that group of people when he's talking at that support group about loss, and it's it it is just quite simply, this is six months after he had the conversation with Cap, he and Bucky talking about, you know, this is your shield now. Captain America was a captain for the entire planet. I mean, I I feel like the character. Are you saying he is Captain Planet? 
I was going to say okay. that, but you sorry, I, I stole it. Hold on, let's rewind. Try it again. You stole my thunder. Do it again. No, no, <laughs> I think Captain America, he ha- he's not Captain Britain. He's not Captain, you know because Captain uh, Britain sucks. He's not Captain, you know, China or whatever, but he is he's not <laughs> he's not red he's not, not red sun to bring in some uh, some DC. He's he's the captain for I mean, this is the guy who stood up against Thanos. I mean, against all of Thanos's army was willing to stay. I mean, that that was his his shtick. I will stand in the gap. Uh, if if no one else will stand here, I'll stand here. But I think there are, you know, it's the speech from Civil War. It's him standing up against Thanos with just him and the shield. It's the world, you know, this world loses that character because he finally got to be fucking selfish and live a life and to go and be with Peggy and you know, I know there are theories out there of like, hey, is Captain America actually Peggy Carter's husband the entire time that this is happening? Um, personally, while I love that theory, I think his sense of duty would not allow him to sit by knowing what was coming to affect the, the, the people um, in his new alternate timeline. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that was the whole point was he got to he got to live life as a normal person after he fixed things. The scene with with him and Peggy dancing if that is not the ultimate capper to, you know, the Avengers saga, I don't know what is, but this is, this is what happens. These are the people who aren't Captain America who are left to pick up the pieces. And I mean, you get it right from the bang with, you know, this, this show starts with that adrenaline burst. Oh my God. Like, you know, I thought maybe, doing a TV show would be hard to replicate a movie. No. This is movie quality. That, this, we, this we are in the movie. golden age of television. There is no, there, there's no difference really other than the length of length of time. Like movies are going to tell a story within one and a half to three hours, probably. And then the TV shows are able to do that in a episodic fashion, as opposed to just one shot story. So it's almost like the movies are the one shots but that's the main storyline. Yeah, this there's no there's no difference at this point, especially especially with the mouse. You get this this scene with I and I love the fact that I love the fact that they bring back uh George Butrock. Um George St. Pierre, um the the USC fighter re- reprises his role as George uh Butrock. Um you know, you remember the last time we see him is in Civil War where he gets that awesome fight scene with Captain America on the Lemurian star there. It's the, the bit where he's a hijacker. He's a kind of a piece of a shit terrorist and he's still a piece of shit terrorist here. Um, Just for a different, has, different group. I mean, he's kidnapped this captain Vassant on the C one thirty. I think that's a C one thirty. Is that a C one thirty? I, I don't remember what they put him on. I know they, I know he ends up on a helicopter. I don't remember what but he's this, in. There, I this, I was wrangling a child during this scene. She was loving it. This, she was loving the, <laughs> the stuff. But this scene was really really cool, where we get to see Falcon kind of flex his wings. I mean, Sam hasn't really been able to do. He gets a couple of badass scenes where he's the focus, but I really love the fact that like you get this like, hey, you know, you've got to stop these terrorists because if they get across the Syrian border, you know, we're gonna have a problem. Like we can't go into the Syrian border. Syria and, like, or Libya. Was it Syria? 
I can't this is why I, I did some research. I promise you, um, but apparently I didn't do enough. I, I can't. I can't remember. That's why I'm asking because you did the research. <laughs> no, I. I let's just say it's a border. I mean, it a doesn't border. really matter. Tunisian airspace. Um, there it is. But sometimes research this... sounds like typing. <laughs> <laughs> we're 44. We're 41 minutes into the episode. We're like two minutes into the actual. That's out. what we do here. <laughs> I just I love that you got to see the wings. You got to see all the bits of the wings. The wings as a shield. The wings as I mean, the like the paragliding. I love the fact where like the military guy is talking to Sam as he's diving out of the plane. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, I'll go fix it. <laughs> and he is like legit murdering people. I I, I looked at Chris and I'm like, what a horrific way to die! Like mm-hmm. as he grabs someone and drops them, just just. However far they were, uh, thousands of feet into the ravine. (laughs) Like, holy God. Cap had this thing about killing people. You know who doesn't? Falcon. And Winter Soldier. Neither of those two people uh, give a shit about murdering folks. They will kill you. They will kill you. And I like, I mean, we we learn about this this insurgent group called the LAF, which I have to imagine we're going to learn more about in the future, but... Um, I think that's going to be one of the main the main foils of this show, aka the LA the capital rioters, the people who want to make America great again. But mm-hmm. it's it's a little a little smashers. on the nose, yeah. The flag, the flag smashers, smashers who want to make sure that everything goes back to pre blip. Like, okay, we lost a bunch of people. Cool, it was pretty sweet for us then. So let's go back to that. Remember those good old days? Let's go back mm-hmm. to the good old days. Almost, you know, almost like some people that we've seen in the last year. Speaking of mm, politics, mm, make America I, I great the, again, folks. Did I, I put enough sarcasm in that? I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> okay. You're good. I got to stop interrupting you. But I, I, I love the fact that we get introduced to Torres, to, to Juan, Joaquin Torres. Um, fun fact, uh, he actually appears in the comics as a potential falcon replacement um so just i'm just going to point out that that character name does appear in several falcon books as the falcon um so it is no mistake that that name is used as that character um but seeing seeing his excitement when the falcon brings down captain vasant onto the ground and like he's like he's like us right like i was like fuck yeah like he saved him and like the getting to see the character kind of react the way I would, I was like, "This is cool. I like him. Like, I hope that he is in you know in this show more." And as we're going to find out, and like, he's a first this, lieutenant, which makes me happy. I identify with him well. This <laughs> dude a has lieutenant. a <laughs> this dude has a nose for trouble, and like he is going to consistently find himself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Intentionally, um, though, like quite yeah, intentional. Like he does this on like on purpose. It's not wrong place at the wrong time like he's at the right place it for what he's trying to accomplish at the right time it's the libyan border it's just ballsy as hell hey cool i got it libyan border rushed it um so they are in tunisia which coincidentally mm -hmm. enough that's where my grandfather was stationed in world war ii uh, for a while as he got chased across the desert by rommel all of the references yeah that that story is fucking cool as hell you're gonna (laughs) so someday 
that is actually a legitimate like a, an actual yeah actual hero yes. hero kind of story like literally got shot in the arm with an incendiary round and continued firing while on fire taking down more nazi planes so what you're telling me is is that your grandfather actually had some captain america type characteristics indeed he, indeed he was literally fact, killing nazis while on fire fuck those nazis fuck them exactly. right in the face Back in the 40s, um, fuck them all now, too. If you're listening and you're a Nazi, fuck you. Stop listening. <laughs> Please stop Or listening. go turn yourself in. But I don't think we have any Nazis that are listening to this podcast, because frankly... I certainly hope not. If not, go join Rush. <laughs> Limbaugh, not the band. There's the politics yeah. we love. Rush the band. There it is. Rush the band. Awesome. Rush Limbaugh, yeah. go join him if you're a Nazi. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Well, anyways, sorry, anyways, that's my I, PSA for the day. That's okay. I I really liked the fact that they they kind of give Captain Tor- or Lieutenant Torres. He gets to be kind of like when he's kind of touching at Sam's wings. I I'm telling you, man. <laughs> like when he did that, the first thing that went through my head was like, this dude matters. Like he's he's clearly smart. Like he wants to be involved in like troubleshooting on stuff. And as an IT person. <laughs> like I absolutely had the reaction that Sam did. It was like, "Can you fucking not touch that, please?" Um, but uh, I just the fact that he wants to be involved, the fact that he wants to like help. I was like, "This dude is going to be around for a little while." And like, especially when we we get to see him like Pokemon Go with the phone, and he sees the the, em- right. the emblem. Black Smashers doing the little like augmented reality stuff, which is kind of a cool way to bring that bring that in. I love it. I freaking love that. Um, but this next scene, I, I'm gonna actually this is gonna be my first criticism of of this show. Um, I don't love this next scene, uh, and I I'm gonna be real. I don't get when we we cut back to Washington where Sam. You know, Sam tells uh, Lieutenant Torres that he has to go back to Washington after we get this bit about where is Captain America? Is he up on the moon watching us? Um, the, you know. So that is the scene that I texted you and I was like, Captain America reborn. When he's talking about there's all mm-hmm. these conspiracy theories. And I'm like, that's got to be one of them. If they do not address that, I'm like, oh, man, like they're missing an opportunity because that that is the uh, perfect spot to bring in like and address hey everyone's thinking oh dude they're just going to do the captain america reborn storyline chris evans doesn't talk to join in the join the marvel universe again it's going to be great like they're going to do the storyline this is the perfect opportunity to go oh yeah that stupid conspiracy theory about how a bullet like dislodged someone from time like that's ridiculous go take your QAnon theories back to hell so, like, that's that's what parlor. i when i sent that uh, I, that link like that line that that is that is a great series that is a I, I i downloaded reborn as soon as you sent that to me and i am currently plowing my way through it um I, i'm loving it so far i love but... i love the cover art of that series i have that is every really single cover drawing. of that entire series and joe casada's like his drawing it's a yellow background it is the one of the most badass captain america drawings i've ever seen in my life it is beautiful the series i was like okay this is 
this is all right. The dislodge from time and space with a bullet. I was like, uh, it's a comic book. Okay. Suspend disbelief. Yeah. Suspend disbelief. Yeah. I was like, whatever well, we got to do to bring Cap back. That, I'm cool with that. I I don't like this. I don't like the fact that Sam is giving up Captain America's shield. I I think it's going to come back to bite him. Like, well, I, I mean, it, it, it does. It, it does at the end of the episode. I was going to say, maybe in like 43 right. minutes. But um, I think in his brain, it makes sense. Like it was, it was disheartening to watch. So I think that's, that's part of it. Like I, I would hesitate to say I didn't like this scene. I like it for what it, what it is, but it's still like, it's disheartening and disappointing. Like Cap gave you the shield, bro. Like he's On the purpose. one who, he, like the guy who felt that he wasn't worthy enough said, you are worthy enough. Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, come on, really? You're gonna do the notebook thing? Why? It's passive-aggressive. You don't talk, I write. Okay, okay. I crossed the name off the list of my amends yesterday. Don't worry. I used all your three rules. Senator Atwood. She was a hydropon for years. Helped her get into office when I was a winter soldier. And after Hydra disbanded, she continued to abuse the power I gave her. Make this go away. If Congressman Lockhart wants to speak up, silence him. For good. So, rule number one, you can't do anything illegal. What the hell? All I did was give some intel to the aide to convict her, and I wasn't involved in anything else. Rule number two. What was rule number two? Nobody gets hurt. It's a big one. Then why isn't that rule number one? I didn't hurt anybody. Come on! Remember me? Promise. And what about rule number three? The whole point of making amends is to fulfill rule number three. You know, you're a cynic, Doc. Of course, I completed rule number three. I'm no longer the Winter Soldier. I'm James Bucky Barnes, and you're part of my efforts to make amends. So you did it all right, but it uh, didn't help with the nightmares. There we go. Once more with feeling. Man. Thanos tried to interrupt us there. Yeah, we got to we got to snap. All right. So you were telling us about you were telling us about why you disagree with me. No, um, I don't I don't necessarily disagree. So like I I was saying I don't like that scene where he's given up the the shield either. Like I don't I don't like it, but because it's uncomfortable and Cap chose you. Like the guy Cap felt he he didn't deserve the shield and the guy who feels like he didn't deserve it said I see what I want to be in you. This is yours now. And he just goes, no, I don't feel like that. So it, it's an interesting mirror of, of Cap, too, that he's like, I don't see in me what you see. I don't feel like I deserve this. It's, so he, he gives it up because that's, it's the symbol of, you know, of what, what Cap was trying to do. Like that shield is the symbol of what he was trying to do. So it kind of makes sense that he goes, I'm not him. I'm not good enough. That guy was that guy was a 
a different breed. Like, I mean, that I feel like Captain America is is the idealized version of the Greatest Generation. Like, that's that's like what in everybody's current conscious mind when you go go back and you're like, oh yeah, the Greatest Generation. Like, it's Captain America. It's not the actual people because a lot of the people were shitty. Like, yeah, let, let's be real. They were, but the idealized version and who who they who they are kind of personified as in public consciousness these days and kind of revered as is captain america and he go he looks at that looks at all of that stuff that he did and goes i'm i'm not worthy i've got to give this up we'll figure out a different way to carry on the legacy but that shield is not to be carried by someone it's it's captains and that's it that's so it's super uncomfortable to watch because you're like God, Falcon, you're you're just like shitting on the the legacy. Like he told you to do this, but so I I don't like it for the discomfort. Not that I dislike the scene. Uh, that's more accurate. I mean, that's that's what I'm feeling. I just Listen, I don't think I, I disagreed with you. <laughs> I, I just wish he would have just accepted the fact that hey, the, the the man you idolize is telling you he sees you as the next Captain America. He's been with Bucky. I mean, Bucky is the only other person I could see wielding the shield, and he can't wield the shield because he was Winter Soldier. He's done too many things, and we're going to get to him. Yeah, it depends on depends on which comic series you read. Yeah, I mean, I just talking about that shield. I mean, talking about the shield, and and by the way, it looks beautiful in this oh, episode. Man. The close up, just uh, so good. And you know, he talks about when he says, you know, we need heroes that are suited for the time we're in. I mean, I hear Thunderbolts when he's talking about that. And I hear, you know, hey, this is this is the you know, we got to say goodbye to to Tony Stark in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. I mean, that's the whole episode is dealing with to me is dealing with how how does Spider-Man deal with losing his yeah, losing his mentor. This is this series is going to be the love letter to Chris Evans saying. We appreciate you for what you did. I mean, those that that is America's ass. That is indeed America's ass. You are correct. That is the most homoerotic thing I've ever said in my (laughs) life, and now the internet will hear it forever. You're Uh, you're welcome. To quote the great Paul Rudd, I just who never ages. That dude is like Keanu Reeves. He's a he's a vampire too. This series is a love letter to Chris Evans' portrayal as Captain America. And please, God, if you ever hear this, Chris Evans, please come back to the Marvel Universe. I don't care. He's in talks. I believe we talked about this. Yeah, he's also denied that. So who knows? Who knows? Um, The mouse. The mouse has eyes everywhere. (laughs) We'll see. Um, But I just, I, I, this scene, I mean, we get to see, you know, James Rhodes, James Rhodes, uh, Rhodey is back. And we get to see him on his feet. That was really cool. To see, you know, War Machine back. I mean, and I, yeah. I love the fact that Colonel these Rhodes. Two, we get this scene with the two of them talking about, you know, the that you think about it that those are the two sidekicks. I mean, that's Tony Stark and and you know Chris Evans, or that's Tony Stark and Steve Rogers as sidekicks. And you talk about heroes for a new age. I mean, those are the people you think about. Right, and we yeah, know the main the main guys have like, have died. Like we they're know, now we're passing it on to a new generation. Bad guys aren't going to stop. I mean that that's not like you know, villains aren't going to go away. And like we know, armor wars is coming at some point. Haters going to hate. 
they are indeed going to hate, hate, hate. Um, it's okay. I, we'll shake it off. Shake it off. We will shake, shake it, it off. off. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> I just, I love this scene for, for the, what it's representing. The fact that, you know, Steve Rogers is, is gone. He's in the museum, but uh, 100%, I, I'm watching the scene and I'm like, you know, I appreciate the fact that Falcon rejects it and says, hey, I'm not ready to wield that, but I disagree strongly. And I'm like, you should have kept the shield because otherwise, yeah. you know, Captain America is too big of a symbol. And we're going to learn very soon that right. he someone's going to use it. Like it. And I mean, we we see it in we see it in the world today. Like if someone doesn't want to take up the mantle, then they're like the business businesses will find a way to capitalize on their own version. Like you in all kinds of stuff you see this. Do you realize the, the symbol the symbol will be will be taken and marketed. Absolutely. Like the revolution the revolution will be televised. It will. And it's gonna be on CBS in the middle of the afternoon and you're gonna wonder to yourself, should I be working or watching the fact that people are storming my capital right now. Right. Um so, I don't know if I'd call that a revolution. Um, I mean, it's a Costco. that gives them that gives them too much cre- credit. Yeah, that's the a, Walmart Walmart Costco version of the revolution. It was the Costco revolution, is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were on vacation, have a little revolution in the middle of it. Maybe stop by the Smithsonian, see C three PO, and then go home. Right. Um, but you know, um, but do you realize that we're over forty five minutes into this episode and we haven't even mm-hmm. talked about the Winter Soldier and Bucky? That Bond. is. True, which is actually kind of how I felt when I was watching it. Like, I, watching the whole or the the episode, you get like twenty five minutes in, and I'm like, "How long is this episode? Where is Bucky?" Can we just and, talk about the episode length for just a second? I love. I appreciate that. the fifty three minutes. I love that we're back to fifty minutes, and we're off this like thirty six, thirty three minutes. <laughs> anyway, don't you worry; they'll disappoint us next week. It's gonna be like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. This is just a long battle scene for y'all for episode two. Wait till next Friday. Don't worry, you'll get a real episode then. Nineteen like, it's minutes. Like, it, it's like our Friday episode. Yep, <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. Yep. Be like just a teaser, guys. Ha. Anyway, <laughs> take that. Sorry. But yeah, Sorry, we're we're like twenty five minutes in to to this, and then we just like drop into a counseling session, which is delightful. What? So when you when you said I'm really I really didn't like this scene. This is where I thought you were going, and I'm like. You are wrong. <laughs> this scene is this scene is brilliant. Pure gold. Watching watching this this uh, I guess therapist Dr. Rayner is her name. I love the give and take. Government appointed. I therapist. Love, love this. this Writing was... your book again. Oh my god. Which I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. So self disclosure. I go to. I've. I go to therapy. Mm. Um, related to some stuff that has happened uh, in my career and. I'm like every time you see him writing down, you're like, "What are you fucking writing?" <laughs> like, why well, you're writing that thing? And I come from a counseling background, so I was a licensed counselor for a little while. Uh, and I'm like, it's exactly it. Like mm-hmm. half the time, it's not anything. You just like you just like take notes, and it just makes people nervous, and they talk more because they like. I mean, sometimes you are actually taking notes because it's something you want to revisit and you want to make sure that you are addressing the client's issues and all that stuff. 
but sometimes it's just a tactic and it was just so funny to see that way what are you writing because i'm i've been on both sides of that equation and it's i'm just like i feel this so hard <laughs> i i love before we before we go back into the counseling session i love the misdirect but i totally caught it in my head like in my notes i was like this is 100 percent a misdirect there's no way they're going to taint like the fact that steve went to the mat with tony stark for bucky and then have bucky like go back to being the winter soldier but the the, the one thing i did want to ask you about this was the the young man that that starts the scene right the young asian student or presenter yeah he's gonna come back later did you catch the first time his importance like yes. did you you knew immediately who this was I well, so I didn't, I didn't know who it, I didn't know the, who the character was, um, so I don't think we'd seen the older gentleman that he was hanging out with yet. But I, I was like, that's a dude that he murdered. This is going to be important. Like, this is because he's not, he's not anything to do with the Russians. It's just, that's a dude that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong so I didn't know how he was going to come time. back, but I knew he was going to be, he was going to be important. That that was going to be a thing that winter soldier was dealing with because that's what we see a lot is that he wasn't in control of himself he'd been brainwashed and you know is operating on someone else's instructions um which we saw i mean in i th- i still think quite possibly the the best marvel movie was the that captain america movie civil um, war yeah the civil it was just amazing um and i yeah I'm it's like he's going to be dealing. He's going to be dealing with that stuff because it's still, it's still a thing that he did. His actions took people's lives, even if he wasn't in control of them. Recovered and, I, and uh, yeah, and that's going to come back and keep coming back, and it comes back in the comics and keeps coming back. And that's I feel like it's another reason that he's like I'm imperfect. I can't I can't wield Captain America's shield because look at all I've done. I've done all this bad. I just need to make up for all the bad that I've done when I wasn't in control. It's, I feel like it's a very similar theme to Wanda. It, it is very, like very, like they're on parallel paths. It's, it's really relevant, really yeah. relevant. Um, and that's like these people and we see it with Falcon later. It's like the, the, the whole who pays superheroes or you want like to start yeah. paying you kind of thing. It's this, like, we're going to see real-life consequences. Like, we've seen, you know, the Chitauri and Ultrons and, like, hey, we saved everything. And everybody loves us, but, like, also, people love the idea of us. It's it's the right. whole systemic racism part of this, which is coming. So, again, <laughs> warning, we're getting closer to it. Um, that's That's one of the things I love about this universe. Like, this universe, Star Wars universe, is, like, these are broken people. Like, mm-hmm. that's... And that is that is fantastic. It's not just a hero because if you're looking at you're looking at Superman, and you're like, well, yeah, he's super cool, but I don't I don't really identify with him. Like he he's perfect. Like he can do everything. Like these are these are people with like actual human issues that are broken and have problems. And it's so much easier. I mean, we've talked we've talked about that with kind of uh, you know as a as a white male, I'm well represented. Mm-hmm. But other people, like it's the closest that I can get to that experience of, you know, you look at Superman and you go, uh, I, I can't, I, I don't see myself in, in Superman, but I can see myself in Bucky. I can see myself in Falcon. I can see myself in all the, in these people who have 
true human issues because having someone that's perfect, like that's not fun to watch. It's, it's an ideal you can't really achieve, but these guys like, Hey, you can see, you can see the struggle. I have that struggle. Like he's, I mean, Bucky's going to therapy. Like, Oh shit. I, I go to therapy. Like it's that, it's that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's, I keep talking about it because it's, it's normal. Like that's a normal thing to, to do. Um, And it's just like, that's one of the reasons why these, these universes are so, so fantastic. It's why I love watching Luke Skywalker's journey. And I love the direction that they took him because he's a broken person, just Mm -hmm. like all of us, all of us are broken people in some way or another. And being able to see that reflected on the screen Say okay, well, how do they deal with that? Well, now maybe I can internalize some of those pieces and deal with it in my life, which is super deep for a series about fucking space wizards with laser swords, or about uh, you know someone you throwing a shield around. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's that's kind of the deeper rooted meaning behind it, I think. Y'all, we just got deep as oh. hell with the with the snark over there and. It's my canceling background coming through. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I just need you guys to know that my best friend is smart as fuck, <laughs> but that my wife and his wife are both freaking social workers. I spent like 85% of my life being fucking analyzed by people. So like when I say shit, they're like, why do you think that you said that? I'm like, it is <laughs> so exhausting to constantly be worrying about the words that you were saying. But it's also super helpful, and I feel like it's made me a better person in the long yes, run. So, it does. Anyways. Um, Yay, last... education. Yay, <laughs> self-reflection. Last little bit here about this this uh, counseling session, session, because I really love the way that they shot this. Mm-hmm. And the, like, the camera angle from above, the super close-up on the faces. I don't know what this is well, called. And but... you, you have some of that exposition as Mm -hmm. the dialogue where we're we're finding out what the deal is like wait okay this dude has been like just murdering folks for (laughs) fucking russia for 60 years Uh uh-huh how how again like i know we have operation paperclip and Uh you know that's sketchy enough but like you know straight up this human being was murdering folks for years why is he still free how is yeah how is he like okay this is a part of your here's rules one two and three and, oh. and they're showing like how he's staying within ish the lines that was fucking hysterical. and that was great that was hysterical and he's still trying to kind of work the process to come to terms with the things that he did and you see his book i actually paused it specifically to see if zemo was on there he is yep <laughs> oh that's gonna come into play we haven't but, seen zemo yet but that motherfucker is like he's yes. around he's around but you um, like he's he's trying to to go and make amends for the things that he did so that hopefully he can be at peace with the things that he did because he we know he keeps having this recurring nightmare and later of seeing this guy being murdered we see, seeing this guy that he murdered we see perhaps well we we don't perhaps we see someone else's name on that list of the amends we find out yes. as, as we, you know, get this great interaction. Talking on the feels a little bit. Oh Jesus! But Yori Yori Nakajima is uh, Bucky's neighbor, um, and I really like the fact that Bucky talks about I'm not Winter Soldier. I am James Buchanan Barnes. <laughs> that was I, that was great. That's part. That was that rule three, right? And he's standing next yep. to the window, going, "I am not Winter Soldier." Mm-hmm. Like so, okay, Hydra. Like fuck you. I I really 
loved this little bit. You know, sometimes, you know, we talk about the writing and things and how like this kind of stuff can get sidetracked. This little, this whole little, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on this because we're already over an hour at this point, but this like side quest with Bucky and Leah, the waitress and, <laughs> asking him out for or asking her out for him and he's like really dude really which i I mean you can you know it's like he he wants to make those human connections he just doesn't feel like he should or can and that's part of the reason he should be in therapy yeah he's he's done so much wrong so much bad like he's like i'm broken i don't deserve happiness kind of thing it's this hero's burden i mean this is same shit we saw cap struggling with this is the exact same thing that Cap struggled with, with, I, I can't want Peggy. I have to sacrifice myself to save the world. I can't be with, you know, my favorite gal. And like right. that, that kind of shit, I'm not going to lie. Every time I hear that line, I'm like, oh man, like that, that is, stop doing this to me, Marvel. Like, like when he's talking and he's on the, the Red Skull's ship and he's like, I don't, I think I'm going to be a little late for the da- that dance with you. Yeah. Like, bro. Uh, stop! Oh, man. Like, like uh, it just—it just hurts because you because we know. I mean, if you're a fan of the comics, you know what's coming at that point. Like, you mm-hmm. know it's gonna be in sixty years, years, seventy yeah. years before before he sees her again. Oh, man, and it's I... just like, oh my god! Like, it's it, that's that's like, well, man, what if Rose had pulled Jack back up onto the doors with her? There was enough room on that door for two people. There was. He did not need to float in the water and die. He did, well, he did because she was rich and he was a peasant. And you can't have that happen. But he sure didn't waste is... any time pushing his body into the deeps of the ocean. By the yeah. way, and Deuces. also everybody else's bodies were floating except for Jack's. So that's because he was an ice cube. Really interesting that the human body doesn't turn into an ice cube in cold water. Anyways, that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, yeah, somebody else can talk about Titanic. And eat the we can have a rich. James James Cameron like fan podcast. Exactly, <laughs> eat the rich. Oh, uh, I just I I I really liked the dialogue between Leah and and Bucky. You know that the this is where I empathize, and then where I guess I identify with Bucky a lot. Where he's talking about, and they're talking about dating, and they're talking mm-hmm. about like online dating, and they're talking mm-hmm. about like all this stuff and it's like yeah being single sucks and like i i'm listening to this and i'm like fucking bucky barnes was on Tinder. like <laughs> I look, I I look at this Tinder. and I'm, every single time i'm just like holy shit i'm so glad i'm married like oh, oh my god like let me just I have, tell you like i am glad i found the love of my life like a let's just say that first of all but also mm-hmm. god dating fucking sucks like i'm looking at well oh. for example let's say let's say my my best friend <laughs> Uh-huh. watching watching his dating experience and watching oh. uh, him you know walk walk under every single fucking bridge and try ladder. and try and every like, ladder try and oh. like just date whatever falls out or watching like different wow. members of my family like just in the dating pool or different friends that are still trying to date and they're just like this is awful one of my one of my friends up in north carolina recently got finally got divorced to a from a fucking shrew um <laughs> like she was awful and and now he's back in the dating pool and it's just like like god i don't even want to listen to your stories dude like it's depressing mm-hmm. I'm like man like just to 
and to know like how college was where it's like oh I'm, that's why i don't go to bars anymore. like the whole point of going to bars is trying to find someone to spend your life with and it's like fuck man i don't i don't want to do that it's so much so much work like i'm i'm glad i found her <laughs> like mm-hmm. i am to for the record i'm glad you found her i know she won't listen to this but i am thrilled to have found the love of my life i found her on the internet so like that's kind of cool in and of itself thank you internet um but i found mine at a house party which weirdly enough she said specifically to her friends you will never find somebody worth dating at a party (laughs) literally before the party we met <laughs> which i think is is fantastic poetic justice and now you guys have been married like almost 10 years 10 years this year and you have a little one that will be one year old later this year Indeed. yeah man we are old i know we are old we are this is what we do old oh, uh, man. now we've turned into just a podcast where we just talk about ourselves but that's Back the, thing, the story right? but that yeah that's what this does that's what this story does thing. it's so real it's so real that do you see that that was not planned and that one line of dialogue did that yeah because that's what that is good fucking this writing. is why this <laughs> is why we wanted a podcast Dude, we're just recording the same conversations we'd fucking have normally but like, that's the thing is that like this is this is universal experiences good writing good acting like this shit is gold i don't care if you like sci-fi or not this is a good fucking show and i'm it sorry is. for saying it but like and also lovely, but... sebastian stan please for the love of god be luke skywalker <laughs> oh my god i would be in for it i am for i it. am 100 down for that like i just for sure do it do it do it anyway go ahead no this is but this is this is where we see the see who needs who bucky needs to make amends with and this was a little heartbreaking to like once you because like i'm i made that connection pretty pretty quickly Um, my wife was watching it and was like wait is that the same she's like oh okay that's like that's that's why bucky's hanging out in this area that's why is one of the last things that the therapist says to him is like, you don't have any friends. Like nobody talks to you. And then it cuts to him with a friend. Not really. Like he's not, he's not there to be his friend. He's there because he's trying so hard to make amends. But how do you tell someone you murdered their son? Like, how do you, you how do you make amends for that? You see how hard Yori is taking it. That is going to be the, the hardest part of this show. You can kill Falcon. You can kill Bucky. I don't think they will, for the record. But when Yori, when he has to tell Yori, I killed your son, not because he was a bad guy, but he, just because he, he was, was in the there. Place. Oh, man. Yeah, he just I happened just, to not be able to get his key in the door fast enough. I just, oh, it's going to suck. Right. That's, and it's, that's and you suck. see, that's the same kid from the nightmares that he's that he's having so it's like all those things at once like this is this is rough to watch like it's it is a little bit heart-wrenching to see how like how much like what are those that that collateral damage that you know tony stark is talking about with needing to have the superhero registration act like this is this is that this is what he's talking about like we need to make sure that these people are registered because this is what this is what happens and to be fair 
the only villains that haven't created themselves have been literally created by Tony Stark. That's true. That part of the story was real. And I thought that was, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to this, you know, our, it's, it's back to visions theory and when or civil war where he's talking about, are the villains due to us? The more we see superheroes, do we see super villains? I think yes and no, but because you look at, uh, GSP, uh, George St. Pierre as Baltrock earlier, and we know Zemo is around. I mean, some of these people are coming up as a result of the actions of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the actions of, you know, like the... But but some of this is just pure human corruption, because they talk about, the Flag Smashers talk about and that scene with, with Torres, and why is he, you know, getting involved, and why why, who are these people? They like the world better without borders. They like the fact that humanity was struggling so much after the blip that, you know, the fact of like, I got the impression that the idea of a border, the idea of like America versus, you know, Afghanistan or America versus Russia, that wasn't a thing. We didn't have enough people to worry about those things. So it's like, let's go back bring, to let's go back to that. That was easier. You bring back those people and you bring back those old animosities and that, that those old borders and like man it, it's just so complex i don't know how we're going to cover all of this ground in six in six episodes but i am i'm fucking here for it i can't wait is it friday yet like right i, I need another hit i mean um, i'm glad it's i well i guess this is going to get released on monday so fuck work but <laughs> like i'm glad we're recording on, on the weekend it's nice it's relaxed I'm like god i don't want to do another week of work to get to this i just want it to be friday again so i can not so i can get another weekend so i can see another episode <laughs> like I just, i'm not gonna lie like i just like that's why i'm looking forward to friday this this is the closest that i have i mean this is this is the mandalorian for me this is the mandalorian all over again like it is it is perfect it is i have very few criticisms of this episode. I don't. I think one of them is just simply I didn't like the story choice. Um, but it's a this it's a next, good setup for the next five. This next bit, and, and we have say I saved this specifically for last um, because <laughs> I think this is. Well, and it's something... it's about the end of the episode anyway. I mean, we have like a a couple extra couple more scenes, but we got two or three things left. But this this interaction with Sam. And his sister. Um, it's Sarah. just so uncomfortable with him doing that little fucking caca thing. I, I, I was like, ugh. Oh, that I, I thought it was hysterical. Like, cringe. <laughs> Look, I love the fact that we learn more about Sam. I think it's it that was... hero worship culture. And it's like, you know, hey, pet, like, pat my back, man. Pat my back. See, I'm Falcon. I'm Falcon. That's the end. That's the part. That's the part where I look at it and I go, "You're not ready to be Captain America." Right. I love Falcon. I think he's great, but Steve Rogers would never do that. Right. Wouldn't Steve wouldn't Rogers be using wouldn't. his his fame. He's like, oh yeah. But I I do think it's interesting that we find out like how the Avengers make their money or how the superheroes make their money. They don't. It, just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind that after spending all that time with Steve. You know, you get this fucking like, you know, the first time they meet, Steve is the most humble person on the planet. I get that that Sam is not Steve, but like he 100% his plan was to use his fame. Right. Like, hey, I know our financials are not great. 
And there's a whole like systemic Which, racism it, of, and it makes like I I felt for him a little bit when when he goes, you don't have any financials for the last five years. He's like, that's because I didn't fucking exist. Like just, I'm like, oh, like no, that's a. I was thinking about it. Like that's a really good point. Like all these people have their credit history. five years of just nothing. So Unpaid how does that bills. work? Yeah, all these all I these mean, bills that just didn't didn't get paid. All the like they weren't they weren't there. These. Are all like fucking doing nothing. at the same time. Like, and they just show back up. And they're like, poof, now there's a human being here again where there wasn't for five years. Like, knock, knock, holy shit. Like, you how, owe us some money. Yeah, yeah, it's like, how does that How does that work? Because you, I, I mean, did. that's one of the things with loans. You have to show a consistent kind of revenue source and how you're doing, you know, your finances for your business and all that stuff. It's like, you don't have anything. I, I can't help you. Like, it was a different I, world before you came back. I think it's important to note here that this was a distinct choice to tell this storyline. Um, at this time. At this time of our country. And, you know, like, look. To have the flag smashers, up, to have all of this was very, very deliberate. Let's make no, no bones about this. This is, to me... This is a parallel telling a story about an NFL or an MLB baseball player who needs to, to trade on, you know, his likability with the, with the business. And, hey, I want to fucking take a picture with you and a selfie with you. <laughs> like, are you kidding and, me? Like, can you, like, call your wings a little bit? But also, I'm not going to help you because the rules of this game have been rigged for so long that – you don't stand a chance. And like, I still like you on Sundays when you're scoring touchdowns, but you, also like you as a human. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even think it's hate. It's just you as a person, like, no, no, no. Like you did really good for my fantasy team, but, um, you, you support sorry, black lives like, matter. I got a job so... to do. So this, yeah. this spreadsheet says you can't, you can't do that. Oh, uh, sorry. And it, I, and it like, it's fucked up. I don't think that the banker was set up to be racist. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. Like, and maybe I'm wrong. Look, this is the part where I'm going to just be perfectly blunt. I'm white. Yeah. We don't, so we don't know. Cause we I don't, don't have that perspective. We don't have that experience. We're just, we're trying. I, look, if you've seen our Twitter bio and I mean, I don't think we really try to hide it. Like Shit, we're I don't two think white I've men. seen this in our Twitter bio. Uh, like we are two <laughs> white guys. So this is, that's what I keep talking about. We're well represented in media, like even even over white like white females, and it like even that is getting hate. Like look at Captain Marvel. Look at Ray. Like white females are getting such hate from this like incel fucking fan base. Like because like you know you know what oppression looks like to the oppressors. Like this this is what it looks like. Normal. Yeah, it's, it's once once it it starts going like, Oh, why are you throwing that in my face? No one's throwing anything in your face. We're just showing other people like oh, other man. people getting representation. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't, don't understand or don't, don't want to see. Like I, I get it. Like I can look, I can turn on any fucking channel. I can turn on almost any show and I can see someone who looks like me, mm -hmm. but my wife can turn on any show and maybe not see someone who looks like her. And like sucks. you can have that's an African American right. turn on a show and not see someone who looks like them and just go, man, I wish I could be as badass as that. Like, 
I love John Wick. Like, I love those movies. I can look at that and go, awesome. But if I wasn't a white dude, I couldn't go, oh, I'd, I see myself in him. Because I, I, just, I don't. Like, where's my, where's my person? Like, is it Shaft? Like, that, that's super exploitative. Like, that was the whole point of those. Anyway, that, that's, a, that's a total aside. But I, I think I see what no, you're saying. No, it's not. It's, it's absolutely... Uh, and to be clear here, like, I, I want to... I, I think I speak for both of us in that we're not trying to speak for anyone else. No, we want to learn. Um, other than ourselves. But, like, this was maybe the most raw uncomfortable like just fucking in your face of like just blatant systemic like fuck you you're black like and i just this is why i get kind of fired up and then down in like in deep deep louisiana or i mean that wasn't wasn't a mistake either right that was not a mistake where that was portrayed and it's um yeah it's not to say that certain yeah certain like certain caucasian people don't have struggles that's not that's not it yeah there's certain caucasians that have struggles but the path is definitely easier based on how society has been structured to go from even if it's still hard it's still structured in a way that it's easier for a caucasian male to do things and get things accomplished based on whatever your last name is how it's spelled and how you look that's just that's just the facts i have a i have a funky last name that ends in a vowel and like i I've gotten my small taste of systemic racism through that. Like I don't, I don't have an Anglo-Saxon last name. So I've gotten shut down from jobs. I've gotten, Oh, you don't look like your last name. Literally. I've gotten that said to me in, I I'd say 90% of the interviews I've, I've been in person for they're like, Oh, you don't look like a, you know, and they say my last name like, yeah, yeah. I'm white. Like, Mm -hmm. so I, like I, I have a it's very, okay, I have man. a very, very small taste of it, and it's it's easy to laugh it off when all this stuff started happening. I started thinking about it. And I'm like, no, that is pretty fucked up. And that, like, I get a little bit, I get a two percent taste of what people deal with on a day to day basis. And I'm like, holy shit! And that's what Sam's looking at here with the bank. Is you to don't clear, you don't look like a person we could give a loan to right now. To be clear. At this, this is a very yes. tricky subject. Soapbox over, I suppose, um, for for the moment. No, for the moment, I, this is not going to go away. There's a reason that that this is. There's a reason that this story is being told this way, right? Um, and I, I with the flag it, smashers I, as the antagonist. There's a very specific reason. If you disagree with the way that we are telling this story, or the way that that we are interpreting this story, we. Do welcome feedback. Yes, um, I know. I know we joke about this like a lot with you guys, and I know that there are people out there that are listening, or girls for that matter. I don't know, you know, not trying to be sexist, just term a, a <laughs> phrase right. there. But if if you disagree, or if you feel like we did not accurately interpret what was happening, I one hundred percent speaking for the podcast here. We welcome the feedback. We want to. Let, we want like open a dialogue like that would yes. be that would be like my ideal for this. like it's fun talking about talking about rebels and talking about mandalorian and talking about like the the shows and giving our political views on stuff but like the uh, you know i the dialogue is is important especially in this mm-hmm. time i think this dialogue is is huge so if you have anything to say if you have anything to add or disagree that's that's fine. Please do. Please contact us. Not just Honestly. to yeah, not just to give us a rating and a review, but 
open a dialogue. Let's actually have a human dialogue about what's going on. That's the whole point of this thing. Yes. This the reason it's one of the reasons that I look at this and I say it's with what we know is coming. Right. So we go from that bank scene to this and, and it's important and it's not on topic, but it's important just to call out here the fact that going back to the sci-fi, we're going to come back to this this conversation in just a second. But going to the sci-fi, you get to see this this flag smasher person who has what looks to be very clearly superhuman force. That person will come back at some point in the future. I know that they, that is important. You don't hit human beings like that and knock them into light poles. Right. Uh, so like that person break the shit out of his leg. Some form of superhero power, um, but. You go from this scene with with Sam getting denied for a loan to this next bit, and we've we've hinted at it. We've talked about punching him. We've talked about you know the fact that he is a great value knockoff, like he belongs at Dollar General or Walmart <laughs> or where, wherever you know you pick your pick your you know derogatory term here. But you get this frankly uncomfortable scene with the fact that the United States government has appointed a new Captain America. To, for the record, the U.S. government appointed Steve Rogers as Captain America. I mean, he was the subject of yeah. you know, an experiment. He was appointed. Um, but seeing Captain America, we don't know his name. We don't know this person. We just know that this, this man is wearing a variation of the Captain America suit. It's not the suit we've come, become accustomed to in Winter Soldier, or First Avenger, or Infinity War, it's like a reverse Captain America. Um, it looks like almost bizarre, black, like a Bizarro world. It's got a lot of white and red, and we'll we'll tweet. A, I think we actually already have tweeted a picture um, of the very punchable face of <laughs> the new Captain America. You'll it understand. Is, it, it is punchable. He looks almost like Homelander. I I I understand. You can't control your face. I understand this this actor for the record i don't dislike this actor um, but he does have a punchable face it's just he's wearing captain america's he's wearing captain america's shield and like to see the fact no <laughs> that that's that sam put that shield in the museum where he felt that it belonged and then turn around and have freaking this guy um carrying captain america shield this fucking guy this motherfucker um uh i i just I, i'm not uh, he no this is this is what we're talking about when we're saying you know symbols will be corrupted this is what we're talking about with you know corruption and corporation and the fact that the symbol of Captain America needs to be used. It's too important. We need an, a, this is Sam's speech at the beginning. We need new heroes for our time. The government heard that and they said, cool. Um, so we're going to make our own and it's going to be this bastardization of Captain America that has nothing to do with Captain America or what he stands for. And I, for the record, I don't know that. Um, he, he could be a, a decent guy. Um, I have my doubts that he will be because he's working for you know the man. Really... I just don't fucking like it. I I know that we need it so that we can have Sam, you know, weld the, wield the shield. I, I I am interested in knowing is that actually the shield that we put into the Smithsonian? 
And if so, who made the call that it was okay to take it out of the Smithsonian? Um, especially when you get that interaction at the beginning with, um, you know, the, what I presume is a, the curator saying, you made the right choice in putting the shield in the Smithsonian. Right. And like, um, but who's, who's it, behind this? Damn it. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And like, I just, oh, I don't like this. I I dis, dislike the fact that they've made a new Captain America and that the government is choosing who gets to be captain. And now. I mean, and we've, like... we've seen this in the comics too. That's, that's one of the people that like Winter Soldier is fighting. Like, again, I'm relying on my memory of like 2014, I think. But I think this is going to be the U.S. Patriot. Is, yeah, is who it's going to be. Right, but um, it's you know they don't the the government is like referring to him as Captain America, and the public is seeing him as Captain America. But Captain America is Bucky or Falcon, um, kind of depending on the time period. And this is a, another person who might be wielding the shield or might be wearing the uniform, but that's not Cap. Like, no nope. hashtag not my Captain. That's that's the hashtag that we freaking use because he is not our Captain America. Is it well uh, done? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag nice. Not my cap. great great minds. I look, it it's just you can see how no. much I read our Twitter. Uh, that's okay. That's look, you have a small a small human being. It's I do. Just, no, chasing it is my job. House. Your job is to show up and to provide the snark, and you do it very well. And that's occasion is that, snark and occasionally some very deep thinking. That's that's what we yeah, did. We did go deep tonight. We did um, deep and wide. So we've <laughs> we've we've finished our our recap. Um and I know we're at, at ninety minutes at this point. Um kudos to you if you've made it this to far. To be fair, it's an hour long episode. And we that go an hour for twenty minute episodes, so scaling. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one prediction from you about the next episode. Mm. Um, I really like that we're at a, we're watching a show where we don't know what's coming next. Right. Um, so like we have an idea with one. rebels. Give me a prediction. It doesn't have to be overarching, just something, you know, give me one prediction about next so, week's episode. I almost feel like next episode is going to be more of a, like a, a laid back down episode is this was setting the stage, but we still have to, to build. And we saw this with WandaVision too, uh, where it's a, it's more of a slow burn. I know we have a compressed timeline with only six episodes, but I feel like this is going to be like a, a slow ish burn where not a whole lot's going to happen that this is, this is kind of the, my guess is we're going to see Falcon and Bucky make their acquaintance again. Um, and, yeah. and that they're gonna they're gonna kind of hey did you did you see this fucking guy show up like what are we gonna do about this that's not captain and it's gonna be them figuring out hey how do we how do we carry on cap's legacy because this isn't it i think that's gonna be what we're gonna start to see this next episode that it's that not gonna be a super action pack we'll, we'll probably learn a little bit more about flag smashers we'll probably learn a little bit more about what our um, delightful first lieutenant has to say um, what he's finding about the flag smashers I think we'll find a little bit more about out about that but I really think it's just going to be them getting kind of reacquainted and then we'll move forward from there and what do I we do about this this fucking great value dude this motherfucker yeah um, I think next episode is going to be 
you know, we heard it in the recap episode, the the bit about, hey, when uh, Sam's sitting in the front seat and uh, Bucky's sitting in the back and it's the, hey, can you move your seat up? And it's no. Um, <laughs> I, I think next episode is going to be, I think it's going to be a discussion about Captain America, Steve Rogers' legacy. Right. Um, I, I think... I think we're also going to be reintroduced to Zemo. I think he's got to make an appearance next week. Um, I don't know. Because if he, if he doesn't, he's only got five more op- opportunities. So I and really that, like the character. He plays may him. not even, he may not even show up. Like there's a whole, I mean, what does he have? 18 people, 20 people on that list. We're probably not going to see all of them. He's not going to make all the amends that some of those are just like little Easter eggs for us. That's why I'm hoping this will be a two season show. Um, hoping maybe against the wind a little bit, but I'm hoping we might get <laughs> another season out, out of this. But I think at this point, now that we are approaching the two hour mark, um, I think we've covered this. I think, <laughs> I think we, we did have. a really good job on this episode. Let I, us I, know. I mean, I, I, frankly, you guys don't tell me when we do a bad job. So I'm going to say we did a fantastic yeah, We assume job. we did a great job every week. Every week. Um, in spite look, of this, sometimes when the weird editing process like starts like making us cross over each other talking like I, I don't know it doesn't sound like that when we actually are podcasting so apologies for when that that happens on the podcast just bear with us <laughs> we're trying we are I will say anchor is a great platform um, it's got some it, quirks it does have some unique challenges to it um, but we talked about some heavy stuff this week. Um, and, and if you have thoughts, if you have feelings, if you have something you want to share, we absolutely welcome that. We are on Twitter. We are on Gmail. We are, we're uh, all, we're, we're all here we, for talking and just being better humans. That's, that's the goal. I hope if nothing else that this show gives us that, um, it leaves yes. us with the legacy of, you know, Try willing be to a have better the person. conversation. That's that's where I feel like we're headed. That's what I tell my um, I tell my students all the time, and I tell my athletes when I'm working with them, like whoever I'm working with, performance wise, I'm like just be one percent better. That's it. That's all we want to do. Like, let, hey, help look, us be one percent better. We want to help you be one percent better than you were when you started listening to this. Look at the snark bringing in Florida State football. That is the Florida State motto: one percent better every day. Is it? That is not intentional, I'm sure. That's my quote. That I've been using that for I've been using that for a, over a decade, for 15 years. One percent better every day, and the world will be a better place. Exactly. But we're gonna leave it as we as we always do. We'll be back with you guys next Monday. Um, so when you hear this, if you've made it this far, um, this will be released the Monday after the first episode. So we have like a full seven days before we're going to podcast again. Yeah, so it's going to be crazy. Shit's going to happen. Some things are going to come up. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about then, but we just want to say, we appreciate you guys coming on this journey with us and we're going to leave it as we always do in the very capable hands of the snark to take us home. No, I don't think I will. Oh, fuck you. What? You don't get it. <sighs> no. It's Captain America's last line. Okay. That's his. Let's that's his that. final. That's his final line of the Avenger of if him is an Avenger of him in the movies is no. I don't think I will. All right. Let's do that yeah. again. <laughs> Forty eight minutes. All right. You ready? Sure. We're gonna leave it in the very capable hands of the snark to take us out. 
No, I don't think I will. We'll see you guys.